sweet guys what's up i have got robin from the ocean who is leading one of the headliners for ramfest in south africa robin please introduce yourself and what it is that you do hey i'm robin i'm the guitar player and uh, founding member of the ocean a berlin-based um i guess metal band in the broadest sense you could say so you're one of the founding members so you've been with the band since 2000 that's correct yes so that's 23 years of making music in a band. That's actually incredible. 23 years and counting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, w- I was looking up a, like a little bit about you guys as well. And it's, I, I don't know how accurate this information is, but you know, you can never really fully trust anything on the internet, but you guys have had something like within that first few, those first few years, there was something like 40 members who came and let, came and went throughout the band. Yeah, in the early days, we were organized more like a collective of um, different musicians playing together rather than like a normal, uh, you know, band with a firm lineup. We've had lots of people in and out of the band. And at times we had like three or four different guitar players in the band, but we would play never more with more than two, just depending on who was available. So it was more like a loose kind of open door, revolving door policy type of group of people playing music together. I suppose that's where the like the whole collective thing comes from. That's interesting. Like I've never actually considered that as a, a concept for a band. Yeah, it was it was partially because all the good people, all the good musicians um, were already taken by other bands. <laughs> so, you know, availability was uh, limited. And at the same time, we didn't really have much to offer being a new band um, without uh, like a label deal or a booking agency. So it was kind of just the necessity of uh, the, the situation, you know, that, that, that we were in. We had to take whoever we could get for a while and the good people they were always already very busy and then that kind of became a a concept and uh because it's also nice to have different people you know to deal with on a day-to-day basis it's it's uh, inspiring so it it was it has its advantages and uh its disadvantages also clearly and when did you guys like solidify the the lineup what was the point that like sort of tipped it over to being like a solid lineup versus the the more collective approach I think that started happening in 2005, 2004, 2005 was the time when we had a fixed lineup for the first time. And um, yeah, we just realized that we spent a lot of time in the in the basement um, rehearsing and not so much time playing gigs because with all these different people involved, we needed to rehearse more, you know, because it was always different people and you needed to play with all of them to get them, uh, you know, to, to be able to play the songs. So we just realized that we want to play and focus uh, on touring and getting out of the rehearsal space and a, a solid lineup seemed to be uh, the, the better approach uh, to make that happen, really. Out of the guys who are here now, you're obviously one of the founding members. And I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, the vocalist was like the last person to be finalized, if, if I remember reading right. Yeah, Luik joined the band in 2009, I believe. So he's been in the band also already for almost 15 years. But uh, everyone else joined after that. Um, the last one who joined was David, our current guitar player, who joined like six or seven years ago. So it's it's been as like the, the current lineup has been kind of firm for at least six or seven years now. The band has just gone through different stages and, you know, different groups of people and also very different musical approaches across the years. Yeah, like I said, it's, it's a band that's 20 years old. So I guess that's just a part of the process of growing up and uh, evolving and developing as, as musicians and as people. I love how you guys have seemed to like embrace that that change though because it never seems to be like each album or release has been like wildly different from each other and you've just seemed to like embrace that ever-changing sort of nature that everyone has brought to it 
Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's for us, that's integral um, to the band and just important for keeping it interesting for ourselves. And I believe also for our listeners, you know, to not just make to not just develop a formula and then to repeat that and like make the same album over and over again, but to explore different approaches to music and to songwriting. And also that comes with, uh, you know, occasionally just playing with different people. I guess that was also a part of it. What I, what I want to know is that, like, is this your guys' first time coming to South Africa as a band or in general? Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's cool. Like, I'm actually, like, I'm super stoked to have, like, new people coming to the country and experiencing, like, our our scene and our bands and stuff. I don't know if you've had the time to, like, check out any of the the bands and stuff that you guys are going to be playing with. Um, I know that uh, Warren said you had something like 25 min- minutes to actually do this chat. So I'm not sure if you've had time to do anything really other than just focus on surviving yeah no not really uh we're currently uh in summer festival season here in europe so we just got back from a weekend in uh, between portugal and romania traveling a lot and um now we're going to brutal assault festival in czech republic on the weekend then to arctan and then we're flying to south africa and after that we go to australia and to malaysia and then we come home we have one week at home and then we're going on tour in europe so i am not listening to music right now yeah that's <laughs> I mean, other than, other than what I do, of, you know, like for, for the label, obviously I, I work with music every day, but I don't really have time to sit down and check out uh, any of the bands we're playing with, unfortunately. But I'm very much looking forward to that and to um, experiencing a bit of the South African metal community. I'm super excited to see what it's like down there. Yeah, no, that's absolutely incredible. Like we, our, our metal scene is a, like a very, how do I say like hardcore niche within our community. Like the guys who are fans of it are hardcore fans of it. The bands that put out, the guys who are playing up, like the supporting acts are probably a lot of the best the country has to offer. I'm going to be honest with you. I guess it's a, yeah, it's it's a festival that um, is an intriguing mix of international bands and uh, local bands. And I think that's really cool. So we're going to be, we're going to be there early and check out bands. That's for sure. So and then you said like you guys are literally it's brutal assault. So you've just finished up something now. It's brutal assault. Then you guys are flying down to the side, and then from there straight to Australia. So you guys aren't like you're gonna be here basically like for not even a week or a couple of days and just straight over to the next one. Pretty much, uh, we're coming in a day early and we're flying out the day after the Johannesburg show to Doha and then from there to Brisbane and start another tour there on the uh, 6th of September. So like pretty much right after South Africa. So yeah, there's not much time. Uh, Personally, I managed to squeeze in a little trip to like a a week in Namibia before the um, South Africa tour with my girlfriend. So I'm really looking forward to that. But that's just me. The rest of the band is coming in uh, only the day before the show. And then like what I'm curious about is like, you know, with the the metal scene in in berlin you know it's something it's it's nice to actually speak to someone outside of our own you know our own scene here yeah not really i mean i've been chatting with warren for for years you know he promoted uh pelagic in in south africa a little bit as well um so yeah we've we've been talking a little bit but i i i'm not really familiar with most of the metal bands from the scene I can't imagine doing what you're doing. I mean, just doing small little like trips around the country can be exhausting. And you guys have been doing this, I'm assuming for, you guys have been touring for quite some time as well, like as long as the band's been around. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Very eager to get out. And I mean, part of the, yeah, part of, part of the thrill of being in this band for us has always been traveling and touring. And uh, we love to wake up in a different place every morning. It's, you know, part of the, 
part of the game somehow, and we all embrace that and we all love that. So it's uh, it's more of a gift than a curse, really, to be traveling so much. I mean, how much how much time of the year do you guys spend traveling? I mean, you were saying that you know it's festival season in where you are. And that's yeah. that's not something that we really experience that side. We don't really have a, a festival season. It's more of a, a take what you can get as it comes. And how much right. time do you guys actually spend like traveling? Well, it depends. Like last year, for example, we've been out pretty much nonstop from uh, end of August until February this year. We did a long European headliner tour. Then we went to the States to do a tour with Catatonia in October, November. Then we did South America in December. And then we were home for actually for christmas we were in in chile in south america so we were home just for new year's and then on the 7th of january we went out on a european tour with carnival again and that yeah brought us home in february so we've been out for pretty much six months uh with like just a week in between uh that was quite intense and after that we wanted to we were all at the point where we wanted to, to take a little break. So like this year, we've taken it a bit slower and focused on the album release. So since February until June, we've been home for four months and that was good. And now we're getting uh, itchy again to uh, go out. That's wild. Six months consistently. Like that's... Uh, <laughs> damn, that's impressive. Yep, that's uh, that's what it can be like. And it's, it's difficult because our levels of stress tolerance are quite different you know like some people want to go out more than that and others they get tired already after like a month or something like that so it's like uh, difficult to make it all align within the band sometimes yeah i can i can imagine and they're all i just want to check it there's six of you in the band right there's six of us although for the moment for the time being we're only five um our synth guy peter unfortunately won't come to south africa or to australia with us He's just not in a good place mentally right now and um, needs to take some time off. And hopefully we'll have him with us again next year. But for all of the shows this year, we're playing without him. Um, so sorry to hear that. All the best for him. And I hope I hope things get better. And I really hope that it, it, it picks up for him. Yeah, thanks, man. I'll pass that on. Yeah, because I've seen what you guys have done in the past as well. You've recorded like a whole bunch of songs and then also done like multiple releases from those those sessions. So split them into like different releases. And I wasn't I wasn't sure if that was something that had happened. And with your music being as wild, like technical as it is, I can imagine trying to get it ready for live must be quite intimidating sometimes. Yeah, it's not just the the music; it's also so much around it that is just time consuming. You know, like we have a quite technical setup. We play with in ear monitoring. We play to a click track, so you know we can have the instruments that we don't have live with us. Like the, there's lots of cellos, and especially on Holocene, lots of brass instruments. Um, that we can have them come off the sequencer, basically. And uh, then we need to program lights and all of that because we have a sequenced uh, triggered light show as well that is um, kind of like sync with the music. All of that just takes tremendous amounts of time. So it's uh, unfortunately not just a plug-and-play band, <laughs> but one that is, is quite challenging to uh, you know make, make a new song happen live. I can imagine. So it's just like it's more about the just the overall experience as well. It's not just about there's more aspects to the music that draws out the music as well. Exactly. It's a kind of holistic experience, I would say, or like ideally, you know, like we um, all the songs are connected, and it's kind of like a like a soundtrack vibe. I think our our live shows that kind of like suck you in and uh, and don't let go until the show's over. And I've I've always been intrigued by bands that manage to do that. 
live you know where it's not just a random collection of songs but like as where a set has like a, it's like a journey takes you to places and that's what we're trying to do no that's, was, i'm trying to like just check out there was a video that i saw that you guys did which was kind of like a live session like with what you're talking about with the lighting and that type of stuff that was so cool but now i can't remember the name of the song or now i'm trying to see where it was but it was so cool and it just ties in with everything that you were saying as well with how like a holistic experience where there's just there's so many more aspects to it and i am really really stoked for you guys to bring that type of theatric to the country as well yeah we're looking forward see how it goes i'm assuming people are like i don't know if anyone's told you about like south africa i don't know if anyone's given you like any funny warnings about the country or like uh well, i wouldn't say warnings but like any like tips have you had anything like that not really um no, we're just, uh, oh, yeah, so someone told us about the energy crisis, uh, that it's actually quite serious over there. Um, While trying to explain this to people, actually. Yeah, that the power goes off during the day, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it, it, depending on what sort of stage we're on, it could be something like, it, it can be multiple times a day for like two hours at a time. Some of the worst affected areas can be four hours at a time. I, I can guarantee you that Ramfest will be prepared for this like possibility that it won't affect <laughs> the show. But it's something that we've been dealing with for a couple of years. So we, we're we bitter, but we're used to it. Crazy. And where's that coming from? That is unfortunately a result of our government in general. Like South Africa is a beautiful place. The people in it are wonderful. It's just as with a lot of places in the world, the government doesn't do it justice. And yeah, so there there is a, <laughs> a bit of a problem with that. So there's going to be generators uh, prepared, I suppose, then. Trust me, we are generally very prepared for this type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What is it like being in Berlin? I'm super fascinated with the music scene outside of the country as well. I haven't had the chance to, unfortunately, play outside of the country myself. What has it been like in Berlin with growing and stuff in your hometown? What's the general reception there like for you guys? Well, it's it's gotten a lot better than in the early days. I think we've been struggling, like many Berlin bands, for a long time to be kind of recognized in our hometown. So it's not like the typical band's career that where you know a band usually gets big first in in their hometown and then kind of starts touring for us it was kind of the opposite we started touring quite early and had better shows pretty much everywhere in europe than in berlin for the first time i don't know why that was i think it's particularly hard here like berliners are very uh like they, they don't believe anything good comes out of their city i don't know how that is related to the mentality here but that's the impression i had for many years actually yeah and then it really take because of that it really takes time for them to appreciate local bands they always look to bands from abroad or from other places first somehow but now it's i mean we've been around for so long obviously we have a very strong crowd here now and we're going to be headlining a, a very big venue in in september on a tour with this will destroy you so we're really looking forward to that we had a fantastic show with carnival here in in february and um yeah i, th I think it's just taken time for people to appreciate that uh we kind of made our ourselves a place to stay here and you know like that we're not a band that uh, releases a record or two and then breaks up we've been around for 20 years and eventually people uh everyone will hear about that who's interested in this type of music and now we're finally at, at that place i think you guys have like a, a very interesting backlog of music like i could not from from the time that i found out about doing this chat and up to doing it like i have not managed to go through all of it yeah it yeah i know <laughs> like, it is <laughs> 
<laughs> it is it yeah. is an extensive one and it like i said it's been a journey man it's it's an it's a really interesting listen to try and listen through and how much it's changed and like i said how you guys have embraced that overall wave of like feelings and emotions what you were saying about the the hometown thing i, I find that interesting like i wonder if it's just the thing about how it's a, men- a hometown mentality in general, like irrespective of where you are in the world, where people are always looking out instead of looking in, like around them. Yeah, exactly. I think it's like that. Yeah, maybe it's a maybe it's a part of the human condition to do that. But I feel it's like yeah, it's not it's not like that everywhere necessarily. It, I think there's lots of factors uh, coming into play when it when it comes to that. I mean, there have been really strong, very local European music scenes throughout the '90s. Um, if you look at the hardcore scene, for example, a lot of that was coming from a small town in Sweden called Umeå in the north, and uh, you know, very far away from the the, the beaten track, basically, and the major cities. And um, so it's yeah. Sometimes I think it's in in big capital cities, it's it's difficult because there's so much going on, so much distraction, also in terms of shows and everything. And at the same time, all the international bands are playing all the time. So it's easy to look at that and uh, rather than to, you know, look inward and see what, what do we have to offer, actually. I think that's kind of like a normal part of the process there. That is actually a damn good point. Thank you so much for taking this time to have a chat with me. I really appreciate it. I'm so stoked to have you guys in the country. Awesome. Thank you so much and looking forward to see you and, uh, yeah, and your country and to finally get there to play. We're extremely excited.